Hello, folks, and welcome back to another episode of the All Out Blitz podcast. You got your man Jeff here at the helm and my man Brady. Say what's up, Brady. Hello, everybody. We are coming to you right in the middle of Super Bowl week because, well... It's Super Bowl week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lots of exciting stuff going on. Hopefully, you guys have been um, watching... Other things and non-exciting has been going on. Sorry. Watching the... Uh, Watching what's been going on with all the uh, interviews and media coverage of all the players and coaches is always a very exciting time. Uh, but before we dive into it, just want to say a quick shout out to a legend that uh, passed away, Chris Dolman, of mostly known of the Minnesota Vikings, also of the Niners, and finished up with my Falcons. Passed away, uh, last, passed night. away last night from brain cancer. So rest in peace and prayers and love out to his family and friends and loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, great player. Yeah. Really is a legend in the game. So always unfortunate when something like that happens. Mm-hmm. But let's get into talking about <clears throat> the Super Bowl. Yeah. Happening down in South Beach, down in Miami. Mm-hmm. We got Kansas City Chiefs taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I'm going to say these were two of the teams that I did not expect to be in the Super Bowl. Because I always, um, this year I expected just the Patriots to be in it because they're always in it. And I kind of expected it to be from, like, the standings of, I'd say, maybe week 14, maybe, for it to be, like, Patriots and Ravens in Super Bowl. Yeah. But they both lost to the Titans, which is... Titans! Pretty incredible. Titans! It's a shame. I was hoping they'd be in That'd be a pretty interesting game right there. Be cool. Watching that Ryan Tannehill boy play in Miami again. But it wasn't meant to happen. You want to know why? Because the face of the NFL, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes cover star of is ready to take the world by storm with his first Super Bowl victory. But more importantly... And Chris Jones <coughs> is going to be active in that game. Of course. Because somebody needs to help shut down that Niners crazy yeah. running offense. Yeah. But the most important piece of this Kansas City Chiefs, fans, players, yeah. is getting this win for your coach. The Kool-Aid man himself, Andy Reid, needs a Super Bowl win on his resume. I'm pretty sure he's been in Super Bowls before. Yeah, didn't win one. Nope. He's been in, like, two? He's been in two different ones. As a head coach, this is his second. He went once with Philly back in the early 2000s. That one is actually when the Eagles beat my Falcons, the Michael Vick Falcons. To get to the Super Bowl, man, that was a sad day in the Genovich household that time. I wasn't live. So. No, you weren't. <laughs> Atlanta, Atlanta let me down again. It wasn't like the 2016. story of my sports life was Atlanta sports letting me down. At least it was um, the Or Georgia was sports, I should say. Um, 2016 was just sad, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to talk about that. But anyway, <laughs> no, great, great game. I truly do believe there's a lot of really great matchups you can look up or look at because when you look at if you start at the very top and you look at the coaching in this football game, you have some of the best older and younger coaches in the history of the game. From the head coaching standpoint, you got Andy Reid versus Kyle Shanahan. You have Andy Reid, you got the older, offensive-minded coach. Shanahan, young, offensive guru. Two completely different personalities when it comes to coaching. Defensive side, you got Spags, which, if everybody remembers, 
was also the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants when they shut down that undefeated Patriots team in the Super Bowl. So he knows... They won that, right? The Giants did, yes. That he knows what it takes from the defensive side of the ball to shut down explosive offenses in big games. And then you got Mr. Clean, Robert Sala, on the 49ers side. Young, up-and-comer, right? I call him young. He looks like a young dude anyway. Could be because he's all smooth like a baby's bottom with a shiny head is. But that dude put together one amazing defensive unit. Um, I expect a really, really good football game here. Uh, you got the quarterbacks. You got Jimmy GQ, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Pat Mahomes. I'm going to take Mahomes every day of the week, twice on Sundays. <clears throat> out of that matchup. I also want to take the Chiefs. I'm wrong because my favorite team. And also, uh, most people are actually taking the Chiefs on this one. For, at my school, anyways. <laughs> as far as the matchups go... You cannot deny that the Niners have the better run game. Niners is a more, you know, we're going to jam the ball down your throat kind of football team. And, uh, you know, Jimmy G threw up the ball quite a bit this year. He won some games with his arm. You got to give him credit where credit's due. But I'm sorry, there's only one Pat Mahomes here, and I don't want this to sound like a Chiefs-loving episode, but eh, the kid wants the Chiefs to win. I want Shanahan to lose, because I'm a bitter Falcons fan. Oh, well. <clears throat> but I really do believe this is going to be a great football game. You know, there's some analysts out there actually stating that they believe this is going to be a blowout. What does that mean? That means the Chiefs are going to run and stomp all over the 49ers. You can't forget they have Nick Bosa, 49ers dude. Can't forget him. You, well, you got to look. If you look at the defensive front, we're going all over the place here, but let's focus on the Niners for right now, okay? Uh -huh. If you look at the defensive front, you got Bosa, Armstead, Buckner. You got linebackers like D. Ford, which played for the Chiefs last year. The famous offside call uh, against the Patriots, was this, which essentially cost him the game at the end. Uh, Greenlaw, the rookie. You got Quan Alexander back and healthy. And then on the back side, you got Richard Sherman holding it down. That's a really tough defense to get by. They play, they, they try to mix it up quite a bit, just like Shanahan does on the offense. The majority of their snaps do come in more of a zone scheme. So they play really, really well together. But Mahomes and that Chiefs offense, when they get moving, they're the best in the business at having an explosive offense against his own scheme defense. So I think there's going to be a lot of trickery in this game. Whether it's end arounds, maybe some flea flickers. Maybe. Maybe some Kermit the Frog hopping his way in for a 27-yard touchdown run again. Be awesome. <clears throat> maybe 30. Maybe 35. We don't know. Depends how many of those Niners defensive speedsters fall down because Pat Mahomes ain't that fast. He's quick, I, I, but he ain't that fast. I don't know how you think Patrick Mahomes sounds like Kermit the Frog. He sounds like he Kermit doesn't. the Frog. He doesn't. Ask Tyreek Hill, man. He but, even says he laughs in the huddle when he when Mahomes is calling plays because it sounds like Kermit the Frog. It was an amazing little bit, a little tidbit that Tyreek Hill gave to the media the other night on opening night. Uh, either way, I think, like I said, I can't say this enough. It's going to be an amazing Super Bowl. 
two good offensive units. Two good defensive units. Two really good defensive units. Two special teams units that are playing lights out as far as special teams can go. You have the best coaches in the game coaching these teams this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. You got the halftime show. Shakira Jennifer Lopez going to light up the stage. We're going to see how that one goes. No. Uh, halftime shows have been... Halftime shows used to be the thing, man. Like, Last before you year, were born, before you were born, halftime shows were, were it. It was halftime shows and commercials, Super Bowl commercials. <laughs> That's what people watched if they did, if they weren't interested in football, but they watched the whole thing. But now, they're usually pretty garbage. That's it. Like, last year at Super Bowl, most people were, say, like, saying after the Super Bowl in my school, they were saying the best part of the whole entire Super Bowl was the halftime show because they didn't, like, Maroon 5, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's because... Well, that game was boring. Uh, Let's talk about the Chiefs' defense. Chris Jones! Chris Jones is, you know, he played in that AFC Championship game, and whether it was limited snaps or not, he showed up. And he was ready to tackle King Henry. Now, there's a different challenge this week, right? Because when you go against somebody like King Henry, he's got that size, that beast-type mentality, and he's got speed. Now, when you look at these, and that's, but it's one man, right? You look at the Niners running offense, and they got three guys in Mostert, Burita, and my boy Tevin Coleman. We have Michael Hardman, though. Pure speed at the running game. So it's going to be really, really crucial for that defense to have Chris Jones penetrate the middle of that offensive line. To be able to push them to the outside. Now the key thing is, don't let them break the outside or they're gone. We saw that last week when the Niners were playing that terrible Packers defense where it just seems like they didn't want to show up and play. So you got a lot of really good players. You got Ty, the Honey Badger, in the back as a safety. And it's hard to even say that he plays safety because he is all over the field. His instincts, his mentality, everything he is doing this year is proving that he is, and I'm going to say it, the best in the game at playing that position. Whether it's traveling with running backs and hitting holes to take them down. Whether it's covering covering star-wide receivers that people always said he had no chance to possibly cover. Or those big, bad, brutal tight ends like Kittle. Put Ty on him. And he's got you covered and then worry about everybody else. So, a lot of really, really great matchups that, honestly, we could probably talk about hours for. Probably. But, I could talk about anything forever. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm looking forward to a lot of points. I want to see some points this year. We are. Last year... We barely saw anything. It was like 10 to 3 or something. And it was terrible. It was boring. Really not sure what was going on. But I fully expect a lot of explosive plays. I mean, how could you not with all that speed from honestly both the 49ers and the Chiefs? Between that running game of the Niners, you got Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders as wide receivers. That crazy, crazy speed. But then you look at the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey has got some speed for a big man. Tyreek Hill. You got Tyreek Hill. You got McCole Hardman. Mikko Hardman. Mikkoli Hardman. <laughs> my Georgia man. My bulldog. 
they can take the top off any game real quick. Now, here's the interesting thing, right? You always hear about this crazy passing game because of Mahomes. And you hear about the passing game because of Mahomes and that speed. Please don't ever forget about Damian Williams, right? Mm -hmm. San Francisco is going to have to play man coverage at times. And they're mostly a big zone team. So they're going to go one-on-one, probably drop a safety back, maybe pull a linebacker back into pass coverage. But if they give any space for Damian Williams to come out of the backfield and catch screens, catch little dump-off passes, he will make them pay. He is one of the best backs in the NFL coming out of the backfield, catching those crazy no-look passes, side-bag passes, behind-the-back passes of Pat Mahomes, making that first guy miss, getting to the next level, and getting you good chunks of yards at a time. They got weapons all over the place. It's hard to pick a single thing in this game to just focus in on and talk about because whether it's offense, defense, special teams, coaching, speed, toughness between Kittle and Kelsey, the battle of the tight ends, it's all over the place. But here's the differentiator, in my opinion. The best thing for... The San Francisco 49ers on the offensive side of the ball is not their running game. You want to take a guess at what it is, B-Man? Uh, probably lineman? Dude, you're like in my mind. <laughs> the offensive line of the San Francisco 49ers is one of the best in the league. They And I say that because they run the Kyle Shanahan scheme to absolute perfection. Between the zone runs that he likes to run, between the playout, the, the uh, RPOs that they like to run, that offensive line has really, really gelled over this season. And that alone makes me feel that they can hang with the Kansas City Chiefs putting points upon the board like they do at will. That's a key differentiator in this game. We know <clears throat> what the Niners' defense is. They're brutal. They're fast. They're instinctive. They can get to the ball, and they can bring people down. They can make offenses make mistakes. But that Niners' offensive line, they're big. They're smart. They're agile. They're quick to be able to allow that committee of running backs to pretty much run all over teams. So the Kansas City Chiefs defense, I feel, is in for the biggest challenge out of any side of the ball on this team in this game. Now, with the players that they have, I think that they're definitely up for it. When you have somebody like Ty sitting back there, um, you know, being the leader of that defense like he is, you got Chris Jones. Frank Clark, you know, coming from Seattle, has been a huge, huge piece of this defensive unit. Great acquisition by the Chiefs. Um, <clears throat> they're going to have this defense ready to go. And their overall goal is going to be to shut down that running game and make Jimmy G win this game with his arm. And I know that's a common, uh, it's a common way to look at playing the 49ers, Um it's a whole other story to actually make it happen during game time, right? When you look at the 49ers play throughout the season, uh, 
They had the most trouble with mobile quarterbacks and RPOs. They had issues with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, both of those games coming down to the last play. They had issues with the Arizona Cardinals, and we know what the Cardinals were, but they had issues with speed and RPOs between Cliff Kingsbury, Kyler Murray, and that Arizona Cardinals offense. They played them really, really tough. And that's just and that's part of that makeup that San Francisco needs to get used to. Pat Mahomes is a mobile quarterback. That dude has wheels. We saw that. We know he does. He has an absolute cannon for an arm. Probably the best accuracy in the NFL. The fastest wide receivers in the NFL. One of the top two tight ends in the NFL. I mean, Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, I am sure over this two-week break before the game is going to put together an absolute monster game plan. The other thing is, is that Salah's going to have his defense ready. Kyle Shanahan is, I mean, he's he's a mastermind. When you put him in a lab, he just goes to town. And he will also have an amazing offensive game plan. So I cannot wait to see offenses go to battle here. Yeah. They're going to be fighting for yards. It's not going to be a game where it's going to be score at will. They're going to have to fight for every single yard that they get. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everybody is enjoying Super Bowl week. I've been crazy busy with work. I haven't been able to catch up on as much as I wanted to. Been catching pieces here and there. But it's it's really exciting to be able to... <clears throat> Just listen to the players, you know, talk about their experience, how excited they are to be in this. You know, you think they make it to the NFL, that's their ultimate goal. Like, oh, I got to play professional football. But then that, that kind of secondary goal is I got to be able to play in a Super Bowl. And a lot of these people's dreams are coming true. It's just, it's an exciting time of football. It's unfortunately the final game of the season. But before you know it, we'll be talking draft, we'll be talking free agency and all that fun stuff. Final game of the 100th season of NFL football. That's exactly right. Finishing, finishing up the 100th season. Um, You're looking forward I, to the XFL. I, yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm pretty excited for it. Some of the interesting little rules they get coming on. You know, our boy Pat McAfee. He's got a he's got a job in there at the XFL, helping out in the sidelines. That should be fun to watch. Um, but the Super Bowl is going to be something else. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully everybody gets to enjoy that this Sunday. Huddle around with some family, have some good times, some laughs. Watch the best sport there is, NFL football. Uh, what else you want to talk about, B-Man? Um, I was looking on the uh, NFL app and I saw that. Uh, say that <laughs> name, Lance. Oh, we got mock drafts coming out. Brady wants to talk some mock drafts. So what I was thinking we do is that if we do like I did some quick math on my phone and I saw if we do probably if we do two episodes of this we could do 16 to two episodes because that's half 32. Yeah. <laughs> we'll definitely do that. We'll talk about that. I want to throw one scenario out there before and we're not we're going to get into mock drafts later on in later episodes once we start getting into the boring off season. <laughs> But here's my take. And I said this to Brady the other day. I don't think Joe Burrow's going to the Bengals. I think the Miami Dolphins are going to use their three first-round picks that they have to move up to the number one 
to grab Joe Burrow. There's a lot of quarterbacks that can go early in this draft. So he's not going to be the only one. Depends on what that those offenses want. But I think Joe Burrow's going to the Dolphins. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> see, I said to, I said to you one time, I said we should see, we should do um, just like the whole LSU versus the Bengals. Let's see who wins. <laughs> college team. The 2019 the LSU best Tigers. The team versus the worst NFL team. That's a common theme, you know, when, when you have really good. I don't even good, have a tie. <laughs> when you really have really good college football teams against really bad NFL, NFL teams. teams. You never know. It's always a topic of discussion. But the Super Bowl is happening <clears throat> in four days. Let's talk about the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl is the Pro Bowl. It was boring. <laughs> Lamar Jackson got another trophy, the MVP of the Pro Bowl. He fell asleep. I took a nap after <laughs> halftime. I was tired. And quite honestly, you know, it was a sad day with, you know, learning about the, uh, the uh, tragic incidents of the helicopter crash between the nine folks, including... Kobe and his 13-year-old daughter and the seven others. Um, you know, I needed a nap, to be honest with you. It was a little much, a little overwhelming. Um, the game was not. It never yeah. is. Um, it's pretty boring. Because if you watch I don't want to if I if I wanted to watch touch football, <laughs> I would go watch six year olds or five year olds play flag football. Because if you watch the Pro Bowl Literally, people are just like grabbing each other, like no one like a, tackles, like, like just like giving each other a hug, and then just like all right down here, like yep, freaking break his arm. I get it. Yeah, you don't gotta be crazy now, <laughs> but I mean, let's play some actual football here. And if you don't want to, then don't even have the Pro Bowl. Vote them to an All Pro team, and let's move on. Let's just give two weeks in between. <laughs> um. No, Pro Bowl is the Pro Bowl. It is what it is. I get more excited about the, you know, a couple nights before when they have the skills showdown and all those kinds of nice little events. Like they used back in the day before you were born, they used to have like the quarterback club and quarterback challenges. Those are the best part of Pro Bowl weekend. They should bring all that back and just have a whole weekend of events for fans to be able to attend, enjoy, meet their favorite stars that are there. Um, but the game itself is pointless. This is just like a little thing I want to throw in. Uh, I remember we were talking about the one day who we think would be on the cover star of Madden 21. And um, I asked you, I said, who do you think is going to be on it? And Lamar. I, yeah. And I said, who do you hope is going to be on it? And you're like, nah, I don't care. And um, I said, I, I, said um, I thought I was, I think it's going to be Lamar is going to be on it. But then if I hoped, um... It'd be kind of cool to have Joe Burrow on it. The first time have like a like college superstar on the cover. Yeah, a rookie. It'd be cool. Yeah, who knows? You get all excited about Madden. I used to too, but it is now confirmed that it is the Las Vegas Raiders, though. It is. You're right. They did that. It's officially the Vegas Raiders, and Derek Carr is already mad because <laughs> fans want him out of there. Uh, but no, it is truly the the Las Vegas Raiders. Now they officially. When did I tell you they announced that last week? I guess it was like, or over the weekend. A few weeks ago. No, it was just a couple days ago. Was it? Yeah, but they're officially now the Las Vegas Raiders. So good times. I'll have to go to Vegas. I think and maybe see them in a game. See them in that new crazy Death Star Stadium they got going on there, it right in the middle of the like, desert. It'd even be cooler if it was the Falcons and the Raiders. It would be. I'd enjoy that, but I'd, you and I'd, I'd probably get I'd probably get killed if I was there, though. So that ain't gonna happen. I won't go there to do that. 
but anyway, Super Bowl is in a couple of days. Uh, we'll come back with another episode after the game. We're kind of prepping here, getting ready to watch. Uh, have a little family Super Bowl party or a little annual. Uh, it's just gonna be us. Just time. just a little family kind of get together to have a nice little party, have some fun, some laughs, some eat cries. too eat too much food again, yelling at my TV. <laughs> um, last time. I always yell at the TV, but <laughs> uh, no. Hope you all enjoyed the episode. Hope you all enjoy. Um, you know, watching the game, watching the big game, watch those commercials. Halftime show should be a blast. I think. I don't. Um, but pay attention. Next couple of days, you got the Chiefs and the Niners practicing in their different locations yet. I uh, saw still, last week on Friday that they just landed in wherever they're going. Still a lot of media going on. Um, pay attention to the. It's always fun listening to these guys open up and uh, answer silly and crazy questions. Uh, it's a great week uh, leading up to the game here. So uh, from us here at the All Out Blitz podcast. Hope you have a great week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll catch you back on the flip side after the big game to start talking about the offseason. We'll talk about the mock drafts. And we'll get into mock drafts. Yay. Brady's really excited about mock drafts. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, I don't know why either. He's all just getting into this now, so he's trying to get all in. So we'll we'll end up putting our own mock drafts out there. I'm going to get him to build one. He doesn't even know it yet. Oh but we're going to go into this. Um, I'm going to have to know like, every player. <laughs> yeah, but no, enjoy the Super Bowl. Have a great time. You know, Enjoy your families. Uh... And peace out. See you on the other side. See you guys.